Bonjour. Bonjour. And welcome to Four Play Matters because it matters. I'm Madame Boku. And I'm Madame Wee. And welcome to the show today. Yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting show. How so, Madame Wee? Well, we're going to talk about fantasies. Hey, I like fantasies. You do? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, so, <laughs> so tell let's me a little get bit about it. your fantasies you like. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, I'll get there. We're going to be talking about what women fantasize about and what we think men yeah. fantasize about. We're going to say think. What we think, you know, if you disagree or you have something interesting, drop it in the comments, please. <laughs> Drop it in the comments. Um, and you can find us where? Our social media? is Secret Society Life, and our website is secretsociety.life. Okay, so very good. So let's, let's get into it. So we have a list here of top sexual fantasies for women. Um, so I'm just going to touch on a couple. Um, I want you to touch on a couple, but I'm just curious now, Mav. You say, I want to hear about your fantasy. Can we start fantasy. with that? My fantasy? Yeah, let's start with my your fantasy. My fantasy is a reality. Is a reality? <laughs> a reality yeah, show? Yeah, I really don't like, I've pretty much done it all. Um, but the one that gives me most joy is when I'm in a dominatrix kind of situation. And so <sighs> you've heard the story. You should have did it yourself. You should have got into it yourself first. Okay. You want to hear the story again? Here we go. <laughs> All right. So usually that's what gets me off. I love the fact that someone is putting their entire trust in me. We have lots of wonderful conversation that's beforehand. What about. That's I, what you do. But I'm saying that I've pretty much done all the fantasies. I've knocked them all off. Check, check, check. Stranger in, in the a, park. In a plane. In a mile I, high club, yeah, but maybe that's yours. That's stressful to me. That's true. <laughs> to be in an airplane and then the 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 flight attendant, excuse me, ma'am. Um, you know, I no, that's not my thing. No fantasy about taking a Molly or and just letting it go uh, and see what happens. All checked off the list. Maybe you want to talk list. about your fantasy. <laughs> Why don't you get into your fantasy? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, ecstasy, Molly. I mean, you know, growing up, it was like, say no to drugs, <laughs> you know? And it's mm -hmm. like now when you're older and you're over 40 and it's like you want to experience some different things, you know, and you watch. Um, Before I die. Yeah, and, and you watch, what's that show? Um, I love that show with um, Issa Rae. Um, Insecure. Insecure. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. yeah. In how they Shout went out to, to Issa Rae. It, yes, definitely in the whole cast, yeah. you know, the girl power and everything. And a lot of them are comedians, yeah. and they're so funny. But I don't remember the episode when they took the Molly. They were at Coachella. I remember, remember that, yes. and it was just hilarious, you know. And just the way that you feel, I just. I feel like I want to experience that because I've never experienced anything like that. So this is a fantasy that you have not fulfilled. Fulfilled yet. So yeah. it's on the list. It's on the list. It's you know, I list. mean, I've done it with edibles. Yeah. You know, and that was a great experience. <laughs> okay. I will say so. Okay. But um, but yeah, you know, with the whole ecstasy, because what it what it or Molly, what it's supposed to bring. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to like my whole thing drop is drop all your inhibitions. Oh yes. Okay. You, know? that's a, you have not done that yet. You want to see what would really happen. I want to see what really will happen. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what. Okay, you want to see what I don't know if they're ready. Wow, well. 
Is the room soundproof? Um, probably not. Okay. Um, Go to a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's kind of my fancy. I mean, because I'm kind of there too. I've kind of fulfilled some several things. Yeah. But um, but right now that's the one, and and that's probably because I wanna I wanna feel. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see how feel. I wanna feel. Like the Tin Man. <laughs> I wanna feel. Okay. <laughs> All right. So just humor me. I do have this nice little article in front of me, so I'm, I'm going to just run through a couple because I don't have. Um, maybe you can, you know, spark some some joy in me. Maybe you can make a suggestion. I don't know. Drop it in the comments. You drop it in the comments. Even. Drop it in the comments. <laughs> um, okay, so there is for women strangers in the night. Strangers in the strangers night. Strangers in the mm. night. So it says many women relish the idea of meeting up with a mystery man and going to some no-name motel with him for a wild night of uninhibited, uninhibited sex. Is this a, a fantasy that has ever crossed your mind, you've ever played around with while you play around with yourself? You know, something because that you I do think. a lot of playing with myself. <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I kind of been there, done that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of out. I mean, I think every woman kind of has that fantasy. Like you just out, you're at the bar, you see someone across the bar, he's sexy, he's your type, he's like, mm, some eye candy or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. And you have a fantasy. You could be daydreaming or night dreaming or, or alcohol dreaming. <laughs> you Molly know? dreaming. Molly dreaming. You know, that you um, have that fantasy to have that person take you right yeah so when we talk about fantasy are we talking about actually fulfilling a fantasy with the actual thing that we've been fantasizing about or role-playing the fantasy that we have that's been playing around mm. in our head well that's both I mean fantasy can be either one yeah. you know I mean at, at the end of this day of course it starts as a fantasy it's in your head and you're playing it out in your head mm -hmm. But the whole idea is, I mean, have a little fun. Um, actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can try to. However, I don't know what your circumstances yes. are. Yeah, we all know the if you can. The proverbial hands go yeah, up. You know, if you can actually <laughs> follow through with some of your fantasies. Um, depends on the fantasy. It depends on the fantasy. Okay. It depends on your situation. Right. Um, and, and how far you want to take it. Right. right. So, I mean, the strangers in the night, I mean, I guess that can remain as a fantasy for some. Or role play um, it. Or role, or role play it with your significant other. Yeah. And see, that's the beauty of foreplay. Mm -hmm. You know, role playing is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And the trust that... Yeah, that has, you build. That you build. Mm -hmm. um, enable, in, in being able to share that with somebody and then... Like co-signing and saying, okay, yeah, you want to do that? Fine. Right, right. right. What time you want to meet? Seven? At the bar? All right. <laughs> Don't know yet. Right, right. Um, so then there's the more the merrier. What is, what's that one? The more the merrier is group sex. And oh. they're saying women fantasize about group sex. Now, I saw huh. a, a porno many, many years ago. It's old school called Taboo. Mm. And I know Taboo, a club that's called Taboo. I don't know the club. Mm. I know the movie. Mm -hmm. yeah, about the, I don't know, 70s or 80s. <laughs> which I like old school uh, porn, if we can talk about it one other day. Um, but one of the scenes was a group sex scene. Mm -hmm. And it was this woman, and she uh, went to this party with this guy, and he just sprung it up on her. She didn't know that there was a party that was going to mm. be happening. Um, and then she got into it 
for a little bit. And but then, she wasn't But she aware. wasn't she wasn't aware. Mm, that's okay. kind of a no no. So that's another thing, you know, um, when you're embarking on these fantasies and you get it in your eye your your pretty little head that you're gonna surprise your mate. Yeah. You know. Don't mm. surprise me. I don't like surprises. Well, I mean, and that, like I said, that's a no-no because, again, communication. Right. You know, you can't spring that on somebody because you have to have those type of conversations going into something like that mm-hmm. if you're going to fulfill or, or play out that fantasy because you never know what situation you're getting in and safe words need to be put in place. Uh. Why is that? Because of boundaries and, and safety. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day with your partner, you need to create a safe environment. Yeah. So, um, so definitely communication. Don't be surprising, you know, because it, it's, an, it's an art and a science yeah. to the more the merrier. Do you think that women in general have this as a fantasy? I mean, I don't know. You think that's more a male fantasy? I do, but it's, it's under the category of women. And so maybe I don't know. I mean, drop it in the comments. Drop it in the comments. <laughs> Let but us I mean, know. But I can elaborate on that a little bit. I mean, some women actually do maybe fantasize about um, if their their partner, their man, or their mate, or whatever, is giving more time and attention to a best friend. That best friend could be a female. Mm-hmm. That best friend could be a male. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is where you start playing out certain things of, well, since y'all so close, why don't you bring them into the bedroom? Mm -hmm. So it's... (laughs) If you can handle it. So, you know, that could possibly be a fantasy of yours that you're planning in your head because that's where where the fantasy starts. Mm -hmm. The fantasy starts in your head, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So you just never know as far as what's going on in the dynamics of your relationship possibly with outside people and then also too who knows how the person is if they're a little um flexible um and want to explore um or if it's a fantasy i mean i I think most women do maybe have a fantasy of more than maria but the thing is they probably have that fantasy of two men most women, if you talk to them and ask well, them about the more the merrier, it's, it's coming. It's two men. <laughs> well, that should be in the more the merrier. Um, well, we, I don't think that they consider three people a group. I think that that's in the threesome. article, it's a threesome. That's not a group setting. So it's like a group an orgy. is an orgy. Yeah, yeah. That, so I think that that's that's why I was asking. Oh. Is, do women think about women an orgy? probably be more comfortable in an orgy? Yeah, yeah. You know, because women start, women start to get conscious of their bodies. Yeah. You know, you got a whole bunch of people, then, you, you know, all eyes aren't on you. Right. All performance isn't on you. Whereas a threesome, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, mm, you got to perform. You do. And also what you were talking about is bringing somebody in that you might have already thought about or you have a relationship with right. a best friend or something. That gets tricky too. You know, right. that gets really tricky also because how do you navigate the relationship after this event happened? How do you navigate that? So that's the balance in having these fantasies and bringing it into reality is like, okay, so then there's aftercare that has to happen. <laughs> we have to, we talked about it before. We're going to, have to talk about this after. Or well, it's a long, quiet ride home, you know, in the car. <laughs> well, the thing is, once you start introducing you know, multiples or you know threesomes into your relationship, um, I mean, at the end of the day, again, there's an art and a science to it. You're going to have a conversation, it's communication, um, and definitely, you know, you create boundaries. So, really, there shouldn't be a silence. It should be like 
a wonderful experience, your debriefing, saying what you got out of it or so forth, if you actually follow through with your fantasy. Because some people have the fantasies and don't actually follow through with it. But, yeah. but communication af afterwards is key. And definitely making sure that, you know, whoever is having the fantasy, that you have the conversation. But women tend to have to invite in um, when it comes to that type of fantasy, mm -hmm. you know, um, because again, women are emotional creatures. Most men want to have that fantasy and they're good. They'll keep it moving. It's women that when you kind of, you know, start engaging in multiples and so forth, then you got to have that conversation because emotions and, um, especially if it's another woman that you brought into it, creating those boundaries, mm -hmm. because when you cross that line, then it starts to go into something else of secrets, lies, mistrust and so forth that could potentially affect your relationship yeah no i definitely yeah. agree. I agree with that who's your daddy well that's you know i mean I is am. that a fantasy <laughs> who's your daddy is that spanking me and yes, that's what daddy? they're talking about they're saying you know so you flip it on them you dominate the man like never before um that women typically are oh, dying women saying right, this is to, the women's list oh, right that's so saying to so, men who's your daddy i, I don't know i why think we would say who's way. your no, mommy no i wouldn't even say mommy what would Who's you say, Madame Bocco? Who's your Madame? Oh, Madame, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your mistress? No, I like that. Now one. crawl. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, so basically, it's spanking him, ordering him to uh, perform certain sexual acts. Uh, making him beg for what he wants. Um, Ooh, it says having okay. him suck on her stiletto heels or some okay. other phallic. So very object. dominatrix. Very dominatrix. That's your world. That's my world. But let me just say this. This is not an easy world to jump into. And you have to have um, a certain level of respect for whomever you are engaging with, um, with this. You have to have trust. I would say that the submissive really has more control than the dominant because they lay out what it is that they're cool with and what they're not cool with. Right. And if you're dealing in a situation, bringing your fantasy into reality, and you're not having that level of conversation, then you need to just slow it down a little bit. Oh, well, we always have said, you gotta be a submissive before you can be a dominant. Yeah. I mean, that's just the rules. <laughs> like, that's if how you, you didn't learn. know. You gotta go through training. Now you know. <laughs> yeah. Now you gotta go through training. But we talked about this um, briefly in another show where there are certain personality types that kind of fall into that sexual role. So um, usually CEOs and the you know business owners and people that are moving and shaking um, usually want to be submissive. They don't want to think anymore. They yeah, don't want to have to deal with anything. They don't want to set the mood. They don't want to do any of those things. Um, and so, um, you know, then you have someone that is usually a caretaker, nurturing, whatever, and they are the one that is the dominant. I'm kind of a misnomer because I, you know, I've been a you know senior level vice president of a, a corporation um, for many years, but I also like being in a dominant role. Now I started doing dominant um, dominance years before, before I even, you know, started off, you know, um, getting like those C-suite corporate jobs. Um, so I would venture to say that I was more nurturing when I started doing it and I just kept with it. Mm -hmm. um, but I can be a switch. So um, this is a fun fantasy to fulfill if you have a partner that's willing to trust you, mm -hmm. okay? Um, because 
being in a dominant role, you do have to take control and you do have to make right. sure that you are respectful of the boundaries that um, that have been set beforehand. But it could be very fun, if, you know, if you <laughs> have a little bit of a thespian in you, not lesbian, thespian um, in you. <laughs> of course, drama queen. So lay me out on display. Okay, what I know you that? can talk about this. Hold on a second. Let's see. I'm okay. trying to figure out what that is. So lay it says, in today's world of confident New? women, Nudity? I was surprised to learn that many of them fantasize about having an audience while engaging in uh, sexual acts. The consummate exhibitionist. What do you know about this, Madam Wade? <laughs> I always like to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... That could be a fantasy. Um, I mean, I guess that could be someone's fantasy. As far as me, I mean, I've actually done. I I, I prefer like I, I like being watched. I like watching. I like being watched. Did you think about it before you did it? Did you fantasize about it? No, before I you didn't did it? fantasize about okay, it. Okay, it just happened. It just happened. Okay. Yeah. You kept it in your repertoire. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I like to perform. <laughs> you know, it kind of gets me off a little bit. I like to perform, but okay. um, but you know, I guess I guess the thing, and I'm confident. That's right. the thing. You know, when you are ready to perform, to be watched, or to watch. Um, you have to, especially to be watched, you have to be confident, mm -hmm. you know, um, it definitely is a confidence builder. It definitely is, you know, self-esteem. I mean, it's just like, you're a bad bitch, you know? So it's just, that's, I, I didn't really have a fantasy. I just kind of. So if you were going to give some advice to someone that wanted to step into fulfilling this fantasy, what would be a couple of things that you would say? you could do that you could fulfill this fantasy? Like, could you go a particular place or could you do a particular thing? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I will say this, um, definitely engage in possibly sex clubs, you know, because they actually, people don't realize a sex club is not just going in and having sex. Um, you know, it's different things that can happen in there and they normally have an exhibition room, you know, um, and the, the thing is do it where, and that's the thing with sex clubs. It's like, you may bump into somebody you know. <laughs> but, but if I see you and you see me? Then you don't see each other. <laughs> that is the rule. <laughs> you know, you don't see each other. But, um, but that's somewhere, because most likely you're going to see, you're not going to see someone you know. They're going to be complete strangers, yeah. right? Um, but then, you know, if, if you may bump into each other at the grocery store. But the thing is, you're going to pretty much go along with your day and your conversation as if you didn't just see each other over the weekend. I think that's a, a like an unspoken rule. Yeah. You know, like just respect. Yeah. So I would definitely say like go into it. And the reason why I'm saying recommend to just kind of slowly go into it as a sex club because it's more likely going to be strangers than not. Mm -hmm. um, and then because that's going to help build up your confidence mm -hmm. um, and then go from there. The other thing is as far as being watched is start to start like with your, your partner or something doing video chatting and you're actually playing out or acting out and you're being watched to see if you can actually, oh. you know, to see if you can actually get through it. Mm -hmm. And, and you take, and you role play and you take on that persona or that alter ego mm -hmm. and you'll actually get through it. 
Um, reason being is so to see if you start laughing or, you know, if you break character or something mm -hmm. like that, because you don't want to get into it and then you get like scared or something and then it just like stop. Then it's like, then it becomes a bad experience. Is it different if you're doing it via video versus, and I, maybe this is, you know, like a gateway to. No, I'm just saying the steps to lead up to it. Yeah. Because eventually if you actually want to play out your fantasy, you need to just do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, get someone you trust to watch you. I've been invited to watch people. Because they think I'm cool. They think I won't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you ask cool people to do. That is. It's like because, because you, you don't want someone judging you. You don't want someone, you know, questioning anything. So it's like because I make people comfortable, you know, I've had, you know, we've been out and I've had several invitations of people, whether it's lesbian <laughs> couples or straight couples. And they're just like, you know, I've always had a fantasy of being watched. Can you come watch us watch it? I'm like, sure, if I got some popcorn and wine. Well, you know? it's not necessarily somebody <laughs> that you know that's asking you to do that. You just happen to get I mean, it's people in. that it's people that I know and it's people that I don't know. But I, don't I mean know how I feel about that. I don't know if I would invite somebody I know. Well, that may not be your fantasy. No, it's not. Exactly. So let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> so leave a good tip. Leave a good tip. What you what tell me that? what that is? That is, please, if I performed well, you can leave me a little something extra. <laughs> Here's a tip: turn the air conditioning off when we're. <laughs> uh, that's another type of tip. Okay, we both went in two different directions. <laughs> you know, I was like, mm, get paid or pay. Okay. You pay for it or get paid. Okay, so basically, they're saying um, that the fantasy is that you get a little. You know, a little oh. change. Oh, but doing so something strange. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> or you do like the stripper role play oh, patron. Okay. okay, slide a little hundred dollar bill. That is one. That is one of my fantasies. Is it? But I already acted that one out. Yeah, that was one of my fantasies. How'd it go? Oh, excellent! I had the pole and everything. <laughs> Again, sex clubs. Sex. Was it at a sex, sex club? Yes. Okay. And, and that's how I was able to act out my fantasy because you do the research <laughs> on the sex clubs. And they have certain rooms. Yeah. So that's the best place to go when you're when you want to act out a fantasy yeah. is to go to a sex club because there was different rooms and one of the rooms was the scores room, which is a known strip club. <laughs> and so I went straight for that room, right. you know, and I was able to act out and you know, and then you know, okay, well I actually am a good perform as a performer, as a stripper, you know, um, I didn't get any tips cause it wasn't like I should have had a bucket there, but you know, I wasn't looking for any tips. So this situation, it was with you and your significant nope, other, uh -uh. you just went in and you was just, it was me and girls. It was girls night out and y'all. And, and you... we said it was cause of course you go to a, a, a sex club after two o'clock. Um, of course, of course. You know? <laughs> Who doesn't you know that? You go to the strip club after twelve. <laughs> you go to the sex club after two. So There's a science to this. Yeah, okay. it is. I keep, you know, I keep sharing that with everyone. Just <laughs> listen to me. But, um, but yeah. So um, it was a, it was a stripper room, and I had the opportunity to to act out that fantasy. So you know, next time to bring a bucket. I know next time if I, you know, if I'm performing like that, I, I would love to get tipped. You know, shoot. You know, okay. How much an hour can you make? <laughs> Break it down into per diem. Um, okay, so the, the next thing is to can chew. And I think this is what you were alluding to a little bit earlier, which they say most men enjoy being spoiled by two women, mm. but in the same instance, 
some women also fantasize about having two men all over their bodies. I think women fantasize more about having two men, um, unless she's bisexual. Right. Um, then, you know, she'll... This is a tough fantasy or, to crack, you know I think. what? Or, and I should take that back. Not just bisexual, or if she's trying to satisfy her man. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, so some women, if a man asks for it so much that women start to fantasize about another woman coming in or possibly start watching lesbian porn um, to see, and then you'd be a, a surprise of, why am I getting off on this? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and, then it, and then it potentially may become a fantasy of yours. Mm -hmm. So um, as far as introducing this fantasy into your life, trying to make it a reality, like how do you navigate that conversation? Of bringing two men in because yeah. most women fantasize about, about two men <laughs> because that's not common knowledge. Um, you ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially with your partner. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much. I think to have that conversation because depending on your partner, it, whether they're a macho or, or you know, whatever their personality is, because yeah. most men are gonna beat their chest right and be like, like, is it because you <laughs> want somebody else? You know, they start questioning themselves, yeah. right? Um, am I satisfying her? Um, so that's where you have to um, start having that dialogue of this is a fantasy of mine. And then you, you kind of slowly engage as far as if we can possibly follow through with it. Now, if it gets shut down, then, you know, ladies then maybe, you know, might be not be the man for you or you just don't follow through with it and then that fantasy is dead. But if you decide to follow through with it, then most likely you probably don't want to be with your significant other or partner. It's something that you may follow through as a single person. So I'd be interested to find out like what the listeners have experienced if you ever did um, make that particular fantasy a reality and how did you do it? How'd you transition into the conversation? I don't know. I think in, if, if it were me. Have you ever been with you guys? Yes. If I. I'm speaking about the lay woman right now. Okay. <laughs> so if I were to introduce it, it would probably first be through porn. Like I would see what his reaction is to porn with like two guys and a girl and see, like kind of test, do a litmus test and see like where he is with that mm -hmm. uh, first. And then to just, you know, kind of do a little after conversation. What do you think about that? I don't know. I thought it was hot. I thought it was hot. You didn't think it was hot? Did you think it was hot? Yeah, I didn't introduce it like that. Mm -hmm. I introduced it pretty much as far as this is what I want to do. And who are your friends do you want to bring in to do it? It was a friend. It, it was a friend. It was pretty much like whoever he felt comfortable with. And then, and then we all had a conversation of, and mainly them, like, don't touch me, don't do this, don't yeah. do, you know? So it was yeah. like creating those boundaries. Um, and see that, and then, you know what, well, we can get into another conversation of another show, because women having that fantasy and actually acting it out, then we get labeled. Man. We get <laughs> slut shame. It's like you ran a train on you. Mm -hmm. No, why is it when you have two women, it's a menage a trois, mm -hmm. but then when we actually carry out a fantasy of two men, you ran a train on me. That's so negative. Why can't it be a... A menage a trois sounds sexy the way it sounds sexy for you. Right. It's the same freaking thing. Right. You know, but they say, oh, the definition, everybody has to engage for it to be a menage a trois. Um, well, sometimes when you have a man and two women, the two women aren't necessarily always engaging. 
they're pretty much saying to be categorized as a menage a trois, the men need to be engaging too, like they're bisexual. And that's not even the case. Threesome is exactly what it is, a threesome. And we've had this conversation yeah. many times over a lot of, you know, nice cocktails yeah. um, <laughs> that we've had this conversation as far as a threesome doesn't even have to be all three in the bed. It could be two in the bed and the third person in the room mm -hmm. that's engaging them. That's where we're getting into voyeurism and exhibition again. Yeah. You know, so the thing is people need to understand sometimes you're starting to create your own rules to this. Right. You know, and why don't we all categorize it as foreplay? Yeah. Because foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really does. And with that, I think that we've come to a close of the show. You think? Because we had a lot more to talk about. So much, but you I know, know, we got the mark. We got the mark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah. you'll just have to join us again. Yeah, our next show, we're going to have to continue this topic <laughs> yeah. because we have so much more to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. But thank you for joining us yeah, today. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Every Wednesday, tune in because it's hump day and it's also foreplay. Matters. Because it matters. <laughs> well, definitely get to us on our website, secretsociety.life, as well as our Instagram, Secret Society Life. Until next time, au revoir. Au revoir.